And now, what you've all been waiting for... Donuts? No, not donuts. The jelly that goes inside of donuts? No, not the jelly that goes inside of donuts. Yeah, Mom and Dad make this podcast. When Rocks Rocks Talk. Talk. Mommy and Daddy's podcast. Oh, Mother and Father's podcast. Are you sure it wasn't donuts? Anyway, we're supposed to record. We've got to get here on the mics, right, and do our weekly show. And again, we're all slammed, doing things. I know. Even now, you can't stop moving. Your foot's, like, shaking like crazy. Yeah, that's uh, a... It's like an anxious tick. No, that's a... What is that word? Not a result. That's a a side effect Mm -hmm. of being so busy. You just don't know what So to I was outside. I was busy. You were busy doing some things. I was exercising. No, other other things. All day. I was. <laughs> and, <laughs> Off and um, Throughout the day. Anyway, I'm like, we got to record. We got to hurry up and get this because uh, it needs to air. Mm-hmm. It needs to air. And I'm like, it's the... Uh, so last week we talked about... We're going to talk, you know... The seeds. seeds and mm-hmm. the soil that they fall on, or not so much the soil, but the land, the ground that they fall on. Mm-hmm. And there's four examples mm-hmm. that Jesus gave. And I feel like today was, before we got on the mics here, was the third. The oh, thorn. The, weeds. the thorn and the weeds. The, yeah. Distractions. Mm. Like somebody doesn't want us to get on these mics. Mm-hmm. The world. Just distracting us with so much things. <laughs> well, I will say, though, that part of the reason why I was, it was meant to be on some of it, because I did a Bible study um, today, and so that was a good thing. And I think, um, I believe that a lot of the time when these Bible studies come around, it's because, you know, we we, we have a, um obligation to um, spread the seed of the word, right? And so it's important to do that and to encourage other people. So yeah, I for mean, me, that was I guess that important. wouldn't be, that one wouldn't be a distraction so much because that's a good thing. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah, we're supposed for to. I could have said, no, weeks. let's keep, because I was going to do it yesterday, but then we were both like for the Bible study, but then we're like, well, But that's not the only thing that was going on. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of things from morning till Life happens. Till now. Children happen things happen it's that whole typical uh how life's so busy everybody's just Mm -hmm. (laughs) we won't get into this but right now but just traffic the way people drive (laughs) nowadays everybody drives fast everybody you know what i mean and there's been discussions well as long as everybody's driving fast then just go with the flow but then where do you draw a line then okay let's up it next week let's everybody let's up it five miles an hour i never have agreed with that whole flow thing i think that's ridiculous and it's only given by people that actually like to speed <laughs> or or want the excuse to exactly speed? i think that's the most like go, okay when they say when they say go with the flow you know it's not a good idea well check this out i go five over mm-hmm. lots of times and that's i'm not gonna hide that mm-hmm. a lot of people do yeah you I'm know. talking like 10 over, But you stay over. in, why do we stay within that five, some people? Because, well, m- most people used to, and now they don't anymore. Mm. Because anything over five, now you you have the risk of getting pulled over, right? Mm-hmm. So you push it as far as you can without <laughs> getting in trouble, the limit, right? <laughs> but when I'm going five over, everybody's going still faster than me. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody, 90, like they just maybe keep 90%. ticking up, ticking the boundary, right? Like they keep pushing out the boundaries even farther and farther, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that's how it works. I mean, they're trying to push it. Push that's like envelope. a that's like the gateway drug 
For real. The, it's the gateway law breaking. How far can you go? You know what I mean? Yeah. If it, you go there, then what else? Exactly. I was in a... Compromise. I was in the big city today. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way I was seeing, the way people go through red lights. So I always make a joke that in that city, I won't say which one it is, but so we don't have to give our whereabouts. Mm-hmm. But the rule is three up to three cars are allowed to go after the light turns red. I just assume because everybody does that. Oh. The light turns, you know, turns yellow. Maybe a couple more might slip through. Mm-hmm. And it turns red and no. One, two, three cars still go through. Wow. All the time. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. anyway, we won't get into that. Maybe we'll do a, a show on I this sometime. I think we just got into that though, babe. But no, my whole, <laughs> the reason I brought it up was because the whole busyness of life. Are I mean, are they doing it because they're busy? Or are they doing it because of I think we get into habits. Else? Bad but, habits. Um, Pushing but that, the boundaries. But that's what I was saying for us today, trying to get on the mics here. Um, just life is so busy mm. and so much distractions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, a lot of those things that we're busy with are the less priorities. Maybe we think they're priorities, but if you think about it, they're actually not what should be priority what should be priority and then it takes away from uh where should we should be focused in life mm. and i don't know that's a weed that's the yeah. weed in the third example in the parable oh yeah mm-hmm. so matthew 13 ah, so okay <laughs> i got that out vented a little bit <laughs> sounds like it wow <laughs> anyway so he, he ain't gonna win we're gonna we're gonna do this like we yeah. should every week so try our best where did we leave off last week? We are just talking about seeds, like what it was about. Um, we didn't read the parable, but you got it. Do you have uh, Matthew 13? You can read some of that. Yeah, I got maybe. it here pulled up. Uh, we didn't read it last week, did we? No. No, I'm just... going to let you read it because you're the reader. So here is uh, in Matthew 13, 3 through 9. And this is what we're talking about for the listeners. This is what we've been we're going to be talking about for the next couple of weeks. It's based off of this for the most well, part. Yeah, we're actually going to be talking part. about seeds for the, through the next yeah. couple of weeks. This is actually what we're talking okay, about. Okay, so this, this is topic. a part of it. Yeah. Actually, at least for today. Yeah. So go ahead and read and start at three. Okay. And this is Jesus talking uh, to the multitudes that were gathered. Um, then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell. Hold on. What's a sower? A sower is like a farmer planting seeds. Okay. Okay. Sorry. And as he planted the seeds, or as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places, where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up, because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some seeds, we're talking about, fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. All so righty. that was three through nine, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so those are the different types of seeds that the sower, and the, the seed that we're talking about here is the word of God, um, the gospel, um, some would refer to it as, and the sower is God, is Jesus. What are we? Well, we're also supposed to be his sowers, really. But um, you could say we could be seeds. He's, are we the sowers? 
And God is the... Uh, or we're the soil sometimes. We could be the soil. Yeah. It depends if the seed lands on us. Mm-hmm. Um, the seed is the word. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're the sowers. We, we uh, spread the seeds. Mm-hmm. God would be... So if a farmer, he would be the one that nurtures it, mm-hmm. waters it, helps it grow. checks for weeds, mm-hmm. fertilizes, uh, prunes. Well, actually, I think sometimes we we have that role as well, but I think he's the one that causes the growth, the yeah. germination. He controls the weather. Yes. In that example. If you look at it in that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. So anyway, that's why I said number three was like, the busyness of life mm-hmm. and that was the one about the so we can go out of order a little bit yeah so that's the one with the thorns and the weeds yeah so you get the thorns and the weeds Let, let's let's put this in let's stay within the example for a second the, the parable mm-hmm. so i have last week we talked about my lawn yeah there is a big old spiky weed out there right now it is like a thorn thing you got to get pulled out. Yeah, I'll get there. For reals. You it's can like show it to me later. I stepped on that. Remember that? What, Not on that our one, lawn? But on the other lawn. Oh, on somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay, so last week I talked <laughs> about my lawn and how I love getting it so green and making it look so healthy and nice. Mm-hmm. But that in itself could be a metaphor to what we, how we should treat what we, the seeds that we drop. Mm-hmm. take you know care for them mm-hmm. and try to nourish them mm-hmm. right yeah. don't just throw the seed and be on your way mm-hmm. and just hope it grows mm-hmm. um and that's what we do with people right mm-hmm. so i'm looking at i'm looking at my lawn and i'm thinking when i had planted the seeds three years ago so anyway when i was spreading the seed you using a one of those spreaders seed spreader thing. seed spreader mm-hmm. um so I'd walk, pa- I would walk paths back and forth, you know, mm-hmm. make these passes. Mm-hmm. And here goes the seed spreader. Now, mm-hmm. most of it was falling where it should on mm-hmm. the soil that I prepped. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it was landing on just the outside border of uh, where the lawn would be. But I had not put soil there mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. But there was dirt. Yeah. But that was where uh, weeds grow. Yeah. And then some of it was falling on the uh, the walkway that I had made the the steps. Yeah. On straight up just concrete or on the gravel that's about an inch in depth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, that whole thing to me, I was thinking the other day is the full example just within grass seed. So you got the first one, and what's the first one? It's the wayside we'll, we'll, one. The way the wayside, which is the path. It's a packed or the road. Yeah, it's a packed uh, area of ground. Whatever it was, it's where everybody walks or travels. Mm-hmm. So the ground is real solid. Yeah, and it's hard for a seed to actually go in there and plant itself into. And that could the be soil. the rocky ground too. Well, no, but, rocky's different. I'll get into that. Okay, so because the seed, the seed of uh, that lands on the way on the wayside, that rock, it won't even plant. Like it won't even grow anything at all because it will not plant down in there. The rocky is different because the rocky seed you plant, and I actually have an example. So, like when um, I was planting potatoes out. In wait, the... wait, wait! Oh, go ahead. We're getting outside of my grass. Well, now we're getting I'm into a potatoes. Bored with your grass storm, I don't know. You're getting bored with it. Yeah. Well, I was tr- okay. Okay, go on. I'll, I'll wrap it up here. Okay. The whole point <laughs> that I was making on my grass is the examples of these, the different types of mm-hmm. ground the seed lands on. Yeah. The good soil. Mm-hmm. 
which you want to leave alone and that's what you want to nourish. Mm -hmm. Then the ones that land on the wayside, the yeah. walkway, yeah. the path that everybody walks. What happens with those? Um, the birds usually come and pick those ones yeah. off mm -hmm. or they have nowhere to, they have no soil to grow just, or we trample over them. We're walking over them. Fly away. And then some land on the edge of the grass just outside the, the border. area. Yeah. And the weeds come up and grass will still grow a little bit right there. But there's a lot of weeds mixed in it, and it's just mm -hmm. patchy, right? Yeah. And it's usually it's the part that doesn't get the water unless mm -hmm. it rains. So it's not pretty. Yeah. Doesn't so, look great. I don't know. Move on. <laughs> get, get, get past my boring story. Oh, I'm sorry. It just is like this is the grass thing again. Okay, go with your um <laughs> potatoes. Potatoes. So I was planting potatoes um for the first time this coming this earlier this spring, just trying to see if it would anything would grow and. Well, there were a lot of weeds and um, like the kind that like just choke out all the pretty flowers and plants that you plant. And so I I went in there and I started weeding all that out. But what I didn't do, which I could have done more of, I was just like, oh, this is a lot. Um, there were a bunch of rocks in there as well. Well, I planted a few potato plants. And what I noticed with the potato plants that I planted in the rocky soil the plants had no place to grow. They had no room to grow underneath the soil. Um, instead, you would get extremely small plants, uh, small potatoes. But then in the areas that had the less stone and the less uh, rock underneath the soil, the plants would grow really big. And so that's where I had the bigger, bigger potatoes, tomatoes, produ potatoes. potatoes produce because the rocks were not uh, taking up all the space. And so I was just thinking about that when it taught when we talk about the rocky soil, because that was what I was kind of um, thinking about and about how when, you know, those seeds are planted in rocky soil, um, it's not good either because it can um, it can limit it can stymie the, the growth of the plant underneath the soil. And so it, its roots will not be will not um, grow and spread out. And um, and then and then you're not going to get the produce that you want. Um, that's like literal and figurative in the story of the seed in the rocky soil. Um, and so what I was thinking of as I was looking at the potatoes was thinking about my own life. And like when I'm looking at the seeds, you know, and the rocks, like what are the, what have I not done um, in my own life to prepare that soil that um, the seeds um, of, you know, faith, the seeds of um, the fruits of the spirit to grow? Um, what am I not putting the work in? you know, um, to produce a better crop. Like I, I, it, it made me think to myself, like, what do I need to get out? What do I need to pull out? What do I need to get rid of? What do I need to clear like in what, my life? Like what rocks are getting in the way? Yeah. From of my relationship with Christ, you know, like what's stopping me from bearing better fruit. Um, speaking and so, of rocks, mm -hmm. get this out of the way. We are your host. I'm Robert. <laughs> and I'm April. That was delayed. <laughs> Not really. Sometimes you want to draw them in, and then you and you drop the rocks name. on them. <laughs> yeah, these two are talking. These two rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rocking it out. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so we got past my grass. I'm sorry. And your I just was focused potatoes. on the rocks because I thought we were gonna talk more rocks today. How many? Rocky how many? Um, Rocky. You get it. Speaking of potatoes, Rocky. how many ways can you make a potato? Oh, there's multiple ways. Twice baked, regular. I mean, you can mash them, you can um, scallop them, you can, I mean, numerous ways. What? Deep fry them? Yeah, probably. Bake them? Probably. Dice them up? Oh, I love these. Shred things. them? Uh-huh. 
Um, Slice and dice. What is twice baked? You twice baked. What is that? Yeah, that's where you bake them in the oven, then you take them out partly, and then you mash them, and then you put them back in and bake them some more. Oh, I see. It's pretty good. So baked it like potatoes. softens it up a little. Probably not great, the greatest for you because it the it's breaking down the starches, which turns to sugar. So that's why twice baked tastes so delicious. Okay. <sighs> Sorry, it's a personal. So baked potatoes. I miss those. <laughs> Are, is it better to leave them to put them in foil or without? Uh, in foil in the ba- if you're baking them. In foil. Yeah. So you like them in foil. Who says you're supposed to do it that way? I don't know the recipes. Well, because when you do that, it leaves the skin of the potato moist, right? I guess. I just thought it was no, an area to conduce the heat more. It Well, Concentrate. I guess it kind of does. If you take it off, it, it dries up the skin mm-hmm. or the peeling. Yeah, because you're getting applied. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Because, yeah, when you have a straight direct heat to it, it's going to dry out the skin a lot quicker. Yeah. But when you have something in between, like a barrier, then it's going to cause the moisture to stay. Yeah. The skin usually doesn't get all wrinkly. Plus, you can you also put, put like yummy seasoning in there, like olive oils and stuff like that, and then it'll marinate in there while it's heating. Okay, is it close to dinner time? No. And uh, well, maybe. <laughs> do you eat the skin? Of Sometimes, the potato? yeah. Is it good or not good? It is good. It's got fiber in it, but it depends on the type of body. Which I've been through so many health things, so you don't even know. Like like diets, like what you should and shouldn't have. So for some, it's good. For others who struggle with digesting certain fibers, it's not good. It just depends on the person. And one last question before we move on: <laughs> Orange peelings. Can is it good to eat orange peelings or should you? That I don't know. According to Silas Robertson, <laughs> he says you eat them. Well, you do use the zest from the oranges in certain dishes. I think it's okay to eat them. Probably Um, could, but... I know this one... I know this... I know somebody. Maybe you should eat them because your stomach's making all kinds of noises right now. So maybe you need some help with the digestion. It's all that potato talk. (laughs) So uh, I was with uh, this person I know in a vehicle. We were driving and we had a couple... We had an orange. We were talking about eating the peeling or not. And I told him I told him it's good to eat the peeling sometimes to eat a you know eat a piece it's uh, okay. Not like the whole thing. And I forget what what the reason was for. Anyway, next thing I know, his <laughs> orange was gone. He ate the whole thing, including the peeling, and it left like sore, like oh yeah, on on blisters not blister maybe blisters or something <laughs> on the sides of his mouth where it burnt. And I, I'm like, I didn't tell you to eat the whole thing. Oh my goodness! And I guess it burned for days. Well, like, yeah, I'll, real it's got, sensitive because oranges have high acidity in them. Their pH yeah. is out through the roof, so yeah. like you don't want to do that. It's like it's like kiwi when you eat kiwi sometimes and all that stuff. Eventually, it'll cut up your tongue, man. And speaking of potatoes and oranges, these grow from seed. Moving on, where are we at? Wow. <laughs> that was a stretch um (laughs) but uh yeah that's true that was anyway we're talking about soil (laughs) and uh we're talking about rocky soil and yeah the soil by the wayside dear so you want to talk about you want to go one at a time sure we kind of talked about the wayside a little bit and a little bit about the rocky soil we can tackle the um well and we talked a little about the weeds already Let's get more into the um, reality of the seeds and not using uh, literal seeds. Okay. So the one where you say, 
or I said too earlier, the thorns and the weeds. Mm-hmm. Now, what are those? Well, what I research... Well, what, what are we referring to? Okay. Again, we're referring to uh, anybody who hears the word of God and whether you were a believer or not, or a follower of Christ or not. When you receive that seed, it's like, what do you do with it? How mm-hmm. does it grow in your life? Mm-hmm. Where, where does it go from there? Is it growing? I mean, that's... Yeah, where does it go from there? Mm-hmm. Grow from there? Where does it go from there? <laughs> Well, and like this Where whole... does it miracle grow? Miracle grow. Nice reference. No, but let me... Um, yeah. So the ahead. thorns and the weeds. Uh-huh. And what are examples then, based on what I just said, what are some examples that can... That those can be okay. in people's lives? Well, do you have some? Because I have some. Yeah, I don't mean... Just distractions. Oh, yeah. Um. So when I was uh, referencing, I was researching a little bit about the thorns. Um. I was noticing... Um. They said the thorns could be like worries, wealth, prosperity. They can choke out the message and then it becomes unfruitful. So those are the kinds of things. Life, artists, like, yes, the distractions, wealth and prosperity, these things can choke out the message of the kingdom. Um, so if you wanted gospel. to get more specific in just distractions um, that keeps you away from God would be mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. Uh, like social status. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the company you're around, uh, yeah, people you hang you around keep. with, yep. um, the things you watch, mm-hmm. the things you listen to, mm-hmm. the things you read. Yeah. And later in the um, chapter of Matthew 13, Jesus kind of goes into more detail about um, like the soil and, and the people that he's referring to. Um, in the rocky soil, for instance, it's talking about when they receive the message with joy, but then they fall away when persecution comes. When troubles come their way. And so that's the rocky soil part where they just don't, they don't have enough roots. They don't have enough room to grow and spread their, their, um, roots out and bear that fruit because, um, they weren't truly like, they weren't deeply seated. So they didn't get their faith feet planted. Exactly. Solid on the ground. Mm -hmm. So when a storm comes Mm -hmm. or in the ground, so when a storm comes, kind of blows them away. Yeah. Yeah. That blows them over. It's like, so, you know, recently, or almost, yeah, recently, the the hurricane in Florida. Ian. And Prayers is that what they're calling Ian? Yeah. Prayers to everybody. And then it made its way. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't the category of it had dropped, but it's still uh, not a good thing. Making its way to, mm-hmm. what, North Carolina and other Virginia. places. Virginia. Mm-hmm. So, um, South Carolina. So, anyway, so I'm thinking of that storm coming in. And I'm sure there was a lot of uh, structures that got damaged, trees that White came down mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I'm thinking, which, like, let's say for trees or structures, which ones are the ones that came down mm-hmm. or got destroyed? Probably the ones that weren't, uh, like, say, for trees that mm-hmm. didn't have good root, mm-hmm. weren't strong. Mm-hmm. Or for the structures, the foundation, mm-hmm. uh, like if a structure had strong foundation was built well to withstand the storm withstand hurricanes yeah it's it's gonna it's gonna hold more likely hold up mm-hmm. and i guess that's what you're saying for the seeds it drops mm-hmm. and for the person that hears the word of god if they don't get their feet planted in that word mm-hmm. when a little storm comes and sometimes it doesn't take much yeah it just uproots you yeah you know your roots didn't even go very deep yeah so yeah and so you have to be careful of that and 
you know, when you receive the word, yes, we should receive the message, the word of God with joy, good things. Um, but we should also, um, try to establish that. Don't just have it like, um, a short term thing. I mean, it's a life changing thing. And so, um, you know, it's important as we, you know, receive the message that we really let it take root in our lives. Not just like you, like you go, I go to the church and I listen to the message and I go home and I just forget about it. Like, or it's, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It can, we can get caught up in the world again and just, you know, and there's going to be persecution. There's going to be problems. God didn't say there wasn't going to be. And so that's like, you know, what should end up happening is that, um, our soil should be like the fourth soil that was mentioned. The good soil. What is the fourth soil? It's the good soil. The soil that produces hundredfold of fruit, sixtyfold of fruit, thirtyfold of fruit. So in the example, it's a fruit. Mm-hmm. But what is that in in life? Well, for one, you have to have really good roots that will sink down into the soil, grip the soil, and give it a good foundation, so that when it shoots up, the fruit can hold on tightly to the limbs, and it won't like break off and bust off, or you know, shrivel up. I mean, like there's multiple layers. Um, Very to healthy the... and nurturing trees mm-hmm. or plants, mm-hmm. and Produce very and very. Season healthy and nurturing uh believers in christ mm-hmm. who hear the word and got their roots deeply planted mm-hmm. in god so the soil is mm-hmm. is god and their roots go deep and they're strong and then they produce and there it said what fruit mm-hmm. but we're talking what are we talking when it says produce spreading fruit? spreading well the fruits of the spirit is a possibility like Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness could also mean, I, and I mean, this is very... How it projects out of you, all those things. And I will say that this whole topic is very open to interpretation. For us right now, as we're addressing it, it's important. We're trying to, right now, we're trying to, you know, look at ourselves and see, you know, what is happening in our own lives. Are we being distracted? Are we, you know, what we could compare ourselves to in the soil? But um, knowing that because we believe on Jesus... Um, that that's the most important thing, but also what are we, what can we do to make sure that that, that soil, um, or we're bearing fruit, right? Well, I guess it's kind of more up to God, but yeah. So when we read, read this, when mm-hmm. we've been reading this, me and you, April, yeah. when we've been reading this, we're, um, th- like you said, there's different ways you can look at this mm-hmm. different points of view, um, it can apply it has different applications mm-hmm. we could apply it to ourselves we could apply it to other it, but, to our yeah. message so, spreading the so message a good part of it what we gospel. did is we applied it to ourselves mm-hmm. and um you know it causes us to tap on our moral compass make sure it's functioning mm-hmm. correctly it's mm-hmm. pointing in the right direction that mm-hmm. we're not going to get misdirected yes exactly and yeah, anyway. because yeah, and this because this can be a, a topic that's difficult, um, or a but we're supposed to. It's a parable, right? And we're supposed to interpret the parable, not like pick everything apart in it, but look at the overall picture of what it is saying. A lot of the time, with especially with this one, we can get caught up in the weeds, so to speak, and we can try to pick everything apart. But what we're trying to do in this moment is just think about what is it, what can it bring to us, right? What what. What does it mean to us? And while we can look at the seeds and the soil, I also wanted to look at it in a different way and think about as sowers of the faith, as seed planters ourselves, um, I look at it this as well. 
So if you're going out and trying to share seeds of friendship, share seeds of faith, whatever it is, um, not to be discouraged because the soil is different. You're going to drop seeds. Sometimes you won't be able to follow up with that seed. You won't know if it lands in good soil or if it lands on the wayside. But the idea is you're planting seeds. And that's really important. As Jesus was talking to the disciples in this, he was talking to them and said, you know, uh, you hear, like you'll, you're following me. You understand. What is the verse? I think it's on verse 11. What does he say? He's actually speaking to the disciples. I think it's verse 11. Which one are you here? Let me look. It says that, um, well, first it says in 10 of Matthew 13, and the disciples came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? And the Lord says, he answered and said to them, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. And so anyway, as he's talking to them, so the disciples were given the knowledge, um, but the people at that time it hadn't been revealed to them, but the disciples knew. And so what I'm trying to do as we look at this parable is look at it as people that we're hearing and we know God. Now let's spread it and understand that sometimes the seeds are going to fall in places that, that basically it's out of our control. Like that every God's the one that it's up to him to grow the seed. It's up to him to know the soil. Like our job is just to spread the seed and not be discouraged when sometimes those seeds don't always produce the fruit we're hoping for, at least in our perspective. Yeah, because you talked about that uh, last week, Mm -hmm. or we did, talking about Mm -hmm. the seeds that we uh, literally planted here at home, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's the grass or your garden Mm -hmm. or flowers or whatnot. Yeah. And some didn't really produce, didn't, uh, Mm -hmm. and and you learn, you you learned why yes you know why mm-hmm. weren't they so mm-hmm. what can i do different next time and that should that could apply to us mm-hmm. in life like when i planted a seed uh, mm-hmm. and if it didn't really nourish like or grow mm-hmm. and i'm like well is it something i could have done better yeah. mm-hmm. and we learn from that mm-hmm. but at the same time those ones that don't and we you know we can get discouraged and mm-hmm. not want to do it anymore like oh i give up yeah. And I've been there quite a, a few times, you know, mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. Um, just wanted to give up because uh, it's just uh, frustrating. When it feels it, like you're beating your head against a wall. Not, and no. it's <laughs> not so much for me. Yeah. When, when I plant that seed in, in someone and I don't see it really uh, go anywhere. It's Produce not, any fruit, it's not for know. me. The reason I, it, mm-hmm. it's, um, uh, what's the word? Not frustrating, but disappointing. Mm-hmm. Not for me. It's for them. Mm-hmm. it's i want to see them flourish mm-hmm. i want to see that tree or that plant Bloom. grow if i yeah, can call grow. them that spread more of the word you know mm-hmm. so but anyway when i said that it's discouraging when they don't produce or it doesn't grow but then remember when you said the ones that do yes you catch one that does or god um, decides to bless you with showing you that and you're like yeah. wow this is awesome and that just and and that's what makes you when I say you, I mean we or anybody that's in our shoes makes you want to continue to continue. spread more seeds. It, it brings you so much. Uh, I think it's about being positive in the moment as well, not being negative. Because we tend to, a lot of the time as human beings, we tend to focus on the negative. We like focus on that yeah. one person the seed doesn't drop and, and stick with, right? But then when, but the issue is we need to start thinking positively and realizing that, you know what? 
we're doing what God wants us to do. We're planting seeds no matter where it lands and whatever soil it lands in, that's not up to us. And so, um, you know, and I've had instances recently um, where I had planted a seed and now I have to just let it go. I have to let it do its own thing. I try to disciple as much as I can. I try to be there for those people as much as I can. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, it's up to God to really nourish and grow that or other people to grow that seed or help grow that seed, you know, nourish that seed. So, but it's, it's encouraging to me to know that even though it's not a failure on our part, you know, when we plant seeds, because we're not the ones in charge. And so even though we, as farmers, as people that like to control things in general, understanding that we really can't, we don't have any control at all. That's all up to God. It can also release a burden that's on our shoulders. When we see people not um, responding the way that we might have to the w- the way we did to the message, we we get discouraged. But But if we think about it and God's totally in control, that kind of gives us um, that peace knowing that, well, I tried and God is going to bless my efforts in whatever way he's going to choose to do so. And I got to be okay with that. You know, it's about letting go of that and just understanding that while we sow the seeds and try our best to, God's the one that's in charge. So to any listeners out there, if you are one that someone tried to plant a seed in you mm-hmm. or say they did and you you're um accepting of of the word of god mm-hmm. and you want to be accepting of his word but you have too much things going on in your life that's distracting you too much weeds that are surrounding your garden that you need to pull out mm-hmm. you know think about what are those and mm-hmm. and are they harming are they getting in the way of the your growth, your faith growth? Your joy. And, well, you got to be careful with that one because people can have a false sense of joy. They think... Well, it's more like well, happiness, but yeah. Yeah, well, Joy's some people different. think, well, this is giving me joy. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Like, mm, but yeah. is it really? Like the rocky You know soil. what I mean? So yeah. we'll get into that some other time. Um, but I would say, encourage, I encourage those people to make a commitment and just to really stick it out, make a plan to just seek out God. Yeah, and yeah, us. and I'm talking about yeah. the ones that are want to seek this out, yeah. want to seek God out. Do it now, don't but wait. But if you're wanting to, but there's been delays or or distractions like us today, you know, things mm-hmm. that just get in the way. Um, whatever those are, identify them and pull them out because those are weeds. Those mm-hmm. are things that will choke out mm-hmm. your growth. And um, we'll stun it too. So we had an episode a while back, quite a while back. I can't remember what the name of it was, but the title, whatever the word "weeds" was in the title. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back and listen to that one, but uh, I encourage you guys to scroll back, scroll mm-hmm. and and find the episode that has the word "weeds" in it. I re- wish I can remember what it was, <laughs> but that's a good one, and that one relates to kind of what we're talking about mm-hmm. here. But that one specifically concentrated on the third mm-hmm. parable, uh, the third example in the parable, the one mm-hmm. with the weeds and the thorns. Yeah. It specifically mm-hmm. uh, was focused on that one. Yeah. And I really like that one. And this isn't just for people that may have a seed and may not have made the full commitment, but it's also for the people that have and we're allowing some things to come in 
um, that that can pull us away from God, that can choke choke the word from um, fruit from bearing fruit. So I would say I would ask you, have you weeded your garden bed? <laughs> and uh, if and if you haven't, maybe you should start when you put the work in. That's a good thing. Yeah, I guess this would also apply to no matter where your level of faith is or mm-hmm. where you are with God. So mm-hmm. even us here, mm-hmm. um, we apply this to ourselves and think ask okay, questions are we like that question like, our have heart we been like are we focusing on him or are we focusing on other things are we getting wrapped up in those things rather than um in a relationship a personal re- relationship with jesus christ like that's that's the key thing here and sometimes all of us have moments of where we get caught up in that and what it does is it, it actually chokes out our joy our real joy our joy that's permanent and eternal yeah and protect your garden from Deer. that the devil. <laughs> the Deer. devel they like to come out at like what time? Like two, three in the morning. Oh, a lot when of When it's time. all quiet and uh, with the dews out, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, and those little devils like to walk around and just eat everything eat up. Everything else. So you true. need to true uh, story. protect that. <laughs> true story. It is true. And don't you guys know? Like right before you go to bed, and all those thoughts are racing through your head, like. We got to learn to shut it off and just focus on him. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up right here. Right. Oh, then. So we'll be back next week, next Monday. Talk so more seeds, I guess. Tune in again. It might be our last one. We'll wrap the up. Seeds. We'll wrap up the whole seed thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the meantime, you all have a good week. Yes. And we'll talk to you next week. How does your garden grow? <laughs> If you like what you heard in our podcast, follow us so you never miss a new episode. Check us out on Facebook and also on our website. The links are provided in the description below.